Hello everyone, welcome to Conversations and Coffee Podcast. Today I am in Sold Out Magazine Studio here down HQ. in... HQ. Yeah, Dublin <laughs> 2, here we are. But uh, no, thanks so much for having me down in your studio. It's nice to kindly uh, to, to move from my own to someone else's and, and have all this amazing equipment. So Shane, thanks <laughs> yeah, so much yeah. for coming on. What's going on, on my man? Thank thanks you. for having nice me. Nice to meet you. Um, it's interesting to be on the other side of the, uh, yeah, yeah. the interview. I'm just going to crack a can here. <laughs> for audio listeners, I swear it's not alcoholic. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I suppose... You're usually the interviewer as yeah, opposed yeah. to the interviewee. But how I just want to tailor this conversation, you know, is just really around how Sold Out Magazine came about, how this team came about. You know, yeah. it's not just yourself that's behind the magazine. There's, there's a good load of people working in the background. And you guys have your own podcast, you know, weekly episodes. And uh, I'll link the Instagram and that below and all the social media platforms. But I'd like to kind of know, and share with, with my audience how this began because there's probably people out there that have a passion and an interest in in this type of work and don't know how to start it up and you can yeah. kind of show that you know it's been a long journey it's been hard work and dedication but we're here now and where did your journey uh, your journey kind of begin yeah i'd say it's probably similar to your own as well um like in terms of people wanting to do anything it, it's it's tough because obviously you have people expecting things or whatever and i think the most important thing is just whatever you want to do like you can't let anybody influence that decision if that's what you want to do. And it can't even be yourself sometimes. Do you know what I mean? You have to just go for it. So I think it was before I started college, um, I did issue one. So that's this one here. Um, and it started out as like 10 copies, went directly to all my mates. Um, I have a picture there. And it's so, so bad. So when you compare that to the newly launched issue three, it's miles apart but i think that goes to show in terms of how far you've come exactly if Mm -hmm. if you listeners or whatever go to the website and they see issue one and then look at issue two or issue three that once you stick with something because i think that was around september 2017 so that would have been i kind of would have heard about you in probably christmas 2017 exactly um and obviously the magazine was kind of put in most places like that i would have probably been going to like coffee shops yeah the barbers that i use and that but you know not that this is like you look back at it and you're your worst kind of critic yeah, you know definitely. you're always kind of probably trying to improve in areas yeah. but like when i look at this it's it's immediately clean and it's immediately informative everything is just there that you need there's no it's not it's not like giving you like overwhelming you with information it's just nice and and uh cleanly presented but it's a clear you know a clear image of how far you've come because You've got to do the first one. The first one's always going to be, you know, yeah. I don't think, like, when I look back at my first episode, like, I hate and looking back, back at it. You know, what we're saying about if you want to go and do something, your first podcast or your first song or your first whatever, it's probably going to be terrible. But like, you need to just start and you're mm-hmm. always going to build on that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Just the hardest kind it. of thing to do is just, is just to find the beginning and trial run it. And, yeah. you know, it's almost a guinea pig. You're nearly just experimenting. But, um, so we're now on to issue three yeah three and that was the you know you done a live kind of pop-up there recently a promo for issue three in the ink factory yeah um you're working very closely with some of the big figures in the city at the moment you know cultural figures i'd mm. say like you know one of my previous guests finch yeah, yeah. you know you work closely Shane with him finch. um but what kind of is your goal you know mm. when when starting this what was the whole plan? Was it to just follow your passion and put out content or was it really just 
to just spread the word in certain areas like what what's yeah. the plan yeah it was so it's kind of funny so you kind of have this dichotomy so when i started issue one i had absolutely no idea what i was doing so everything in that is basically like i'm on the cover and it's just my mates and so it's like all my mates in a magazine that was sold just to my mates but when that went out there were, a lot of them were kind of encouraging me thankfully and everything was like oh you should do another one sorry <laughs> and so for issue two it was a little bit of a broader scope and i started sort of looking at what exactly it actually is so that's when i came across like uh, district magazine and um, fact magazine um, and a few others that are like based in dublin i was kind of figuring out what's actually going on so beyond just my own sort of network and the idea for it was it was kind of stemming from my passion so at the time especially with issue one and two it was more like streetwear and fashion focused yeah um, i can see that there yeah yeah and then it kind of expanded obviously like intersect intersects perfectly with hip-hop and street culture in general so that's kind of where it grew to and that was mainly thanks like thanks to the podcast i would say um and i only started that to promote issue too i didn't necessarily think that it'd be a long-term thing mm -hmm. like i remember early conversations being like oh sure if we do like 10 episodes or if we get to 15 episodes and we'll see how it goes mm -hmm. and here we are like 60 or 70 or something mm -hmm. and like it's they fly through yeah they, and, and the thing that the reason they do is because you're doing it one a week like exactly so when you're doing one a week and you know you do a year's worth of content before you know it like you're you're almost on the way to 100 and yeah i've noticed it myself like i started this in, in april and you know i'm touching 50 now and I can remember being on episode 20 and thinking, oh, brilliant, I've just hit 20. So I know what you're saying, yeah. but you didn't get into it for the long run, but now it's just become something that it's like, right, this is a separate entity that I really yeah. enjoy doing. And I know why you enjoy doing it, because it's a part of the magazine. It's mm. a different way of having discussions. Yeah. Like some of these are articles and, and interviews you've had with some people, but um, when you sit you know, over a microphone or have a conversation yeah. with them, it's a different type of conversation, yeah. isn't it? You know? Exactly. And... I guess that leads me on to my next question. Like when we we're talking about kind of what your plan was and why you got involved in it, but what are the kind of future plans for the magazine? You know, is it just to yeah. keep releasing issues or is it to eventually? Yeah. I mean, it, it pretty much goes back to like, it's, it's just been this growing project for me to explore my passions and uh, it's become like more and more focused then as it grew. So like, obviously in the beginning, like I said, there was really no podcast, the, uh, I don't think I really posted on the Instagram after issue one released for like a year up until issue two, like issue two was brewing. Um, and so now through the podcast, um, obviously I made like incredible connections. So like I'd say one of the most, the best ones we ever formed, obviously with the lads in District Magazine. Um, I remember when I think issue two, I think had come out and I was scared to follow them because I thought they might like be like, oh, it's like competition or something. And, like, and then one day, I got a notification at District Magazine following you or whatever. So I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Reached out and turned out they had an event and they came on to promote that. Um, and I just stayed in touch ever since. And they've been amazing at giving feedback on the magazine and everything else and like bringing us in for projects and everything like that. So they really helped even carve the vision of someone who's been doing it for a few years and lending all the insight of like the mistakes not to make or whatever. Because it takes so long, like we issue one, and even issue two went up for a feedback session before designing this. And, you know, there's not even a, a clear, there's no like headline subhead. Like it's just hard to read even those first two issues. So it takes so long to figure those things out. And that goes even into the broader vision of Sold Out now. It's like, we're still trying to figure it out a little bit. Like me and Oren here, always having conversations about 
what we're actually going to try and do next mm-hmm. or whatever. But And that's that's exciting. Yeah, that's it exactly. So I think it's pretty much, I mean, it can be summed up to like actually answer the question is, I suppose, covering and giving a platform to creative people and cultural people in Dublin and mm-hmm. like what's important. Because obviously we're seeing a massive loss of creative venues and just an attack on culture in Dublin in general. Mm-hmm the Bernard Shaw and yeah, that yeah exactly so slowly but surely yeah. they're kind of tipping away taking it all away from us to yeah. turn into more of a commercial type of Dublin yeah, yeah. Um, like even I know it's completely irrelevant to hip hop or anything like that but it is culture and it's the city and it's you know it's important to us like the flower sellers yeah. the dealers on yeah. Grafton Street they were threatening to take away the stalls that are there for over 200 years yeah um, like that, that woman did you see the video yeah. that went out like that woman her grandmother's grandmother yeah. would have started that it's up. crazy. That's their, that's their obviously income and that's their life. But but one graft and quarter and yeah, you, you know, know it's crazy. But she put out that video through Love in Dublin and all these different platforms, and it was shared all over the country. Yeah, and now supposedly they've withdrawn from their request. Whoever the the people yeah. are, I can't speak on it because I don't know. But the power of social media yeah. and the power of um, you know, communicating a message. And this podcast is no different. You know, yeah. And that's why I know your initial thought was to help promote the magazine and that now yeah. it's not that because exactly, now it's yeah. spreading the message in a different way. Yeah. Like when I look at issue one and I look at this, like your contents page is on the front and it's really yeah. informative. So when I pick it up, I know what I'm getting yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got this kind of what's inside. Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now for people that are listening, they won't see it. So they'll have to head over to the yeah. website and the social media platforms. But for people that are watching, like, you know, you can clearly see that it's really you know, minimal information on it, but this really colourful, yeah, great image on the front yeah. that'll then draw me in. Mr. Bobby Basil. You know, but now it's half the size. Yeah, exactly. So you've learned so much since you started yeah, this. Like, big time. It, it's, now it's half the size, but it's nearly double yeah. the, the pages probably. Yeah, exactly. It feels yeah, like yeah. it anyway. But, you know, I don't want to tailor this conversation just around what it's like, mm. you know, to have a magazine. I'd like to yeah. kind of get to know a bit more about exactly. you and allow people to, I suppose get the background story of what your interests are like you know there's a team of you obviously but you, you've kindly come on to speak like what what kind of how's your journey been you know from school yeah. to get to here to college and stuff yeah, what, yeah. what did you really do yeah so that's what is kind of funny about it so i suppose the the actual origin of everything was pretty much that i'm a creative in dublin and i didn't see a lot of platforms that would support other up-and-coming creatives so that was the initial kind of point zero and so I went in to study graphic design in college I'm in TU Dublin I'm in year three at the moment and so each magazine has kind of come with each year of very good yeah yeah so it's kind of like that's like there's even progression in that obviously and everything and it all kind of comes full circle at Mm -hmm. the end of the day um but how amazing is that that you're studying while doing it like that's really difficult to do yeah yeah I think that's kind of why I always feel terrible. Like I have this inbox and it has like 400 unread emails of people submitting songs <laughs> and stuff. Like it's just unfortunately kind of unmanageable. But It's nice. Yeah. It's always good that there is that more level of interest and, mm-hmm. you know, more demand than you can, I suppose. Keep up with. Keep up with, yeah. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's always a good thing. So, but I do feel bad. And the main thing I suppose is when I started out, and this is something that I want to try and come back to a little bit more um, as we grow is, I kind of envisioned it at the start. I was thinking about this before the interview as more of a network rather than like we're a publication. So it's more of a like any photographer could send in their pictures. And if it's like, so if you have a picture of Finch, say, you know, we're covering Finch all the time. So why not have a bank of images there that we can properly credit 
rather than using say the same people mm -hmm. over and over mm -hmm. and over again so build up a portfolio yeah. so i want to basically and then empower those um photographers or videographers like so we worked with like bobby satello on we have this uh Speaking of the Ink Factory again, we have an episode with Mango getting a Colomini tattoo. So I'm interviewing him and him and Adam Collins while he's getting the tattoo. And we worked with Bobby Satello. So he made this documentary all about Irish hip hop. Um, so it's kind of like linking in with them and like giving them even like opportunities then like to get their name out there or build a project with us, use the reach or the like contacts mm -hmm. or the equipment that we have and then have it all under one umbrella because as as you said there actually about even the word podcast getting out there mm -hmm. the same kind of goes for irish hip-hop and pretty mm -hmm. much irish anything because if the more people that see it and the more people that it reaches the more validated it becomes and, i agree 100%. you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's it goes, a good attitude towards yeah, it yeah so it's all about uplifting everybody so it's it's if you want to come and do something you can do it with us and it'll all be like split or whatever it is mm -hmm. but if you have an idea that we're going to collaborate with you or empower you to do it pretty mm -hmm. much is what I want to start doing more and more. Cause as I kind of said, it's unmanageable with just a few people, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Well, the more you expand, the more you need to expand your resources. But I think it's very important when I walked in the room here and I met, you know, the whole team, Yeah. Um, everyone's on the same wavelength. Everyone's yeah. on the same uh, kind of path. Everyone wants the same for the magazine. Everyone exactly. wants the same for the platform. So, I mean, it's so important not just to have resources and not yeah. just to have numbers. It's so important to have everybody understanding what the whole goal of this is. And, you know, I mean, when we talk about hip hop and you mentioned Mango's name, he's obviously somebody I'd love yeah. to get on. And there's so yeah, many people I'd love to get on. The yeah. name, the name list goes on. But what I, what I think is so important is like when you've got Mango releasing an album and you've got Finch releasing an EP, like, yeah. you know, and you've got his event then coming up and all of these different pop-ups. Yeah. Am I right in saying this? I mightn't like Finch's music or I mightn't like Mango's music or I mightn't like Mathman. But like, if I go to the event and I like X, Y and Z who's supporting the event, yeah. I'll go for them. I might end up liking this artist that I never heard of or never listened to. Yeah. And then like, everyone's growing and everyone's building because I'll meet all these people there yeah. that are just passionate and exactly. just so into hip hop and so into Irish culture. And then, You've got you right in the middle of that, mm. promoting everything from yeah. all angles. You're promoting fashion down to hip hop, down to, you know, uh, just just things that yeah. are going on in, in the city. So I loved what you said there saying that when the word podcast grows yeah. or the word magazine grows, exactly. whether it's fact on front of it or whether it's district. Exactly. Now, I will say, and, and this is no disrespect to any of the other magazines, your name is just brilliant. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. It was very well thought through because... When somebody I kind of hate it. I love it. I love it now. And, I, and yeah. I, I don't know why you hate it because you probably hate it like as much as I hate my own yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, we're back to, again, we're, we're our own worst critics. Yeah. Nobody else probably looks into the detail that we do. Same thing with, man, like people on their phones, man. Like people just kind of like take them out. I find myself doing that and I think I'm crazy. Like you pull it out, you know you've seen all your notifications. Why are you looking at it again? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? You've looked through your timeline today. Like what are you missing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you still pull it out all the time it's that want it's that kind of hunger for more information when there's nothing there like you refresh your feed five times yeah. it's still nothing but you refresh it one more because something might pop up exactly like it's a weird one like I, I mean i actually watched uh, another podcast um so the men's bar guys in dublin uh, the men's grooming uh, salon so they have um affiliation with the english brand men's bar but one of the owners um samuel 
he has his own podcast called Freshly Grounded mm. and he talked on an episode and I absolutely loved it. He said when he goes to sleep at night or for an hour in the evening or whatever, he puts his phone in another room. Mm. He puts it in, it could be on charge or whatever and it's, you know, it's not on silent, it's on. And then he'll go into the other room mm. and he'll sit, read, watch it, watch something yeah. on TV or whatever or spend time with his family. But like if it dings and a notification goes off or it rings, he'll get up and he'll go into it. Yeah. But he hasn't got it near him or he hasn't got anything that he can just pick it up and look yeah. at it. And I just thought that's so smart. Because I think that's a good way. Yeah. You're using the phone to how you need it. If it rings or if it goes off, you can go in and check it. Um, but other than that, why do you really need it? Like mm. what's this want to constantly see what, what's yeah. going on? And that's what happened with me with, with this podcast. I'm glad you said that because I used to have I a think personal. Are you going to touch on, I think you might touch on the same thing I'm going to. Really? I wonder. Go ahead. I I had a personal page, yeah. and I had is that what is that what you were going? No, keep going. No, I don't know. I, it might circle back. I'm probably we're both trying back. to read each other's no, minds. No, okay. Um, I I had a personal page, yeah. and then I had the conversations and coffee podcast page. I like basically disabled and got rid of the personal page. Okay. So all I had on my feed on the conversations and coffee page was stuff that was relevant to the podcast, okay. as in guests or people that yeah. uh, potential future guests, and I can just communicate and yeah. message them. So I didn't have coming through on my personal page then stuff I didn't really need. That was probably just going to just distract me, which it yeah. was distracting me for yeah. a while. And now I don't have that. And yeah. I find that my mind is so, is so much clearer and, and I'm a lot more productive. Okay. Where were you going? Um, where was I going? I was going, okay, yeah, no, it is similar. So you've actually taken the step. So where I was thinking is basically, yeah, you've beat me to it is I was thinking how to separate where you need it for, cause I, I was thinking like, you know, you watch a, someone say, oh, I quit social media for 30 days or something. You're like, all right, I might try that. But then I'm kind of thinking like, sure, I need Twitter to know when these lads are dropping a song or mm-hmm. what's going on and, and how, you know, how you stay informed for what we do on a, on a podcast, mm-hmm. topics, everything, just to know what's going on. Um, but there's a difference in what you're saying, Shane. You're yeah. using that information to your benefit. It's relevant to you. Yeah. I mean, you don't really need to know. Um, but that's else. why you've cut out the personal page, I suppose. Yeah, it's the only reason. And I mean, sometimes I do miss things. Like, I was going to say, yeah. I do. I'm not going to lie. Like, I have friends that are like, you know. But I um, suppose we just still have Messenger you know, no, or no, 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 really got rid of it all. Okay. Um, but I got friends that are like, you know, oh man, I, I text you. I, 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 sorry, I went to message you on your personal page and I didn't see it. And you know, you off and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, Chappie yeah, blocked. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be thinking that, but if they do, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. but more so like, you know, we were going to go out for points last week and I couldn't get to you. And I'm like, you know, you could have just rang me, but like, it's, it is actually the first thing I do when I want someone's really just DM them now at this yeah. page. Cause, um, when you message somebody, so I don't think people really even send text messages anymore. It's either WhatsApp, Viber, or I know, yeah. Instagram or whatever. It's too many apps, man. You know, but I do miss some things. I yeah. do. And I'm not going to lie. Like, if I could have the best of both worlds, but it's just too distracting. And I'm glad yeah. you said that because with the whole phone thing, um, it takes up so much of your time. Yeah. And in that time, you could have done so much more and more productive things. So the phone is distracting, and that's why I've kind of cut myself away from it. But when you're talking kind of from your end of things with the magazine, like it's a tool for you. Yeah. It's so important. When we were just talking there about the um, photographer, you know, these are connections you made yeah. through either the email and your messaging and that. And, and that's why I'd love to kind of get back to the, yeah. to the kind of question was like putting this together. 
issue three and issue four and five and and hopefully the the issues keep coming. <laughs> but you know, yeah. Well, you, yeah. if you keep in, if you do twenty years in college, there'll be twenty. Oh, stop, there'll yeah. be twenty issues. Hopefully, yeah, I'm not trapped there that long. Issue a year, yeah. but you know what I'm trying to say is like we really don't know, and I certainly don't know what's involved in producing this. So, like, how long does it take to really put this magazine together? Yeah, so it's um, it's an interesting process, I suppose. Um, it, it does link back to so like with issue one and two, I learned a lot of fundamentals in terms now i still made a lot of mistakes so for the people who who know i drop some things here so i designed issue one and two in photoshop which is completely wrong um you're supposed to use a program called indesign why is it the wrong, reason though? being photoshop you're basically exporting an image um, and that's rasterized so it has pixels but with indesign you're you're putting the like the plain text as such so it's um and it's also as a program it deals it's it's meant to deal with multiple pages running onto each other and, and text running through so if you change a line up on page one it'll automatically like the text box spans pages for you and everything like that so it is where you're supposed to do it so that's where issue three was do you designed. mean you could have saved time probably could have saved time it would have looked better um just kind of from an editorial standpoint mm-hmm. if you're talking in best practice in terms of magazines so mm-hmm. if you're looking at the international heads like Hypebeast or Heisnabody mm-hmm. or even like lads like District and you know it would be laid out that way that's just kind of a technical thing that and, and it just kind of goes to show just kind of use the tools you have available I suppose like get your feet and you'll always find then like had I not started the magazine not started the podcast never would have linked in with all of the lads that I've linked in with now it's incredibly humbling to have spoken to a lot of them or like consider them hit them up for advice or how crazy whatever. you can call most of them friends now exactly yeah yeah like it you know there's a certainly a relationship there anyway you know what i mean like it, it's it's actually crazy and it, it's like in those meetings with people you can learn more in, in a two-hour little span than you did in college sometimes you know what i mean just mm-hmm. in terms of like how to actually how people will receive it then on, mm-hmm. on the other end and everything um so that was a big part of it in terms of the actual then like minutia of issue three pretty much started out as so i had a coffee then we're, we did the first shoot with brian records i kind of knew i wanted to do them um from the podcast so me and brian we shot um marcus woods local boy and sick nanley together and we went for a coffee afterwards and we kind of talked about the direction of the rest of the magazine so i suppose the first point is who you want in it and what's the narrative maybe in the overall issue so we went into this one with the idea of new perspectives. So our whole thing was who were the kind of like the XXL freshman list of, of Ireland right now, like who's just different. Because when you think of Irish hip hop, I think a lot of people um, might think of like the dusty boom bap stuff. And obviously as a, you know, that that's like the, that's a lot of people's cup of tea. But there's also this other side that's heavily inspired by like UK and US sounds and, and then, blending it into its own thing so the people we have featured in it hopefully not gonna forget anyone so of all the burner records um nilo um jafaris nilo de silva is it uh, who sorry nilo de silva is it uh nilo uh, no um a different guy just better de silva he's the oh there's two of them is there? yeah yeah, yeah. Ah, nice. different right, people right. yeah um and dene nuxa and then obviously bobby basil um so they were the and a lot of them kind of came organically but depending on who the writer wanted to cover, who who they wanted to interview and stuff. Um, but I suppose, so it came up with that initial list and then it's just a long, grueling contact someone, 
contact the photographer, find a space, mm. do the interview, edit the interview, and then design it. Mm. So it's like just a lot of sort of time management is probably the main thing mm. just in terms of like when you contact someone you got to know it's probably going to be like three months before everything's going to be like mm -hmm. especially when everyone's doing a part-time you know it's such. mad when you've like you've got to be realistic with your with your kind of um you know completion dates and results because i find like i could message somebody and and like they could say yeah 100 percent, i'll come on but like you mightn't get them for another two months, but yeah. you've confirmed that they want to come on. Exactly. It's getting their time. Like I've been exactly. speaking to somebody over in Galway. I spoke to two people in Cork. Um, they are coming soon on the podcast, but I will have to go to Galway. Yeah. And I will have to go to Cork because, yeah. I mean, I could say to them, message me when you're in Dublin and we'll do it, but that could be yeah, exactly. this time next year. Yeah. So you want the content, you want it to happen and you want to, you want to kind of, uh, get it out there yeah. you've got to sometimes just be flexible and go there and you can definitely probably relate to that because sometimes you've probably got to take days off here and there and travel to here and there to make these happen yeah yeah, exactly because if you want someone and you want their service you've got to nearly work on their time yeah you? yeah yeah exactly that's it like and, and the writer's time and everything Um, yeah there's so much like because when you think about it, it's like you're right, you do the shoot and then the pictures are edited and then the interview is, is to be sort of transcribed or written up or whatever and you know, most of them in there are about 3,000 words. Like, so you don't even want to be pressuring. When someone's doing that for you for free, like, you can't be putting them under pressure. No. Like, like um, it, it still blows me away. Like, when I look at the credits page and that, when I was designing it, especially, I was just really, like, like over the, I'd say, I'd say it was realistically maybe a six or eight-month process, but it was, like, so weird looking at that list at the end and being, like, damn, like, this is everyone we've met as a result of the butterfly effect of, like... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm issue like it all comes back to the issue power of just sticking with it and like there it became obviously a lot more focused and a lot more dedicated after the podcast started mm -hmm. um i want to read this out yeah yeah I yeah picked it up and i think it kind of says a lot of what you're saying but yeah. it's, it's obviously from the magazine but, yeah and i want to say something else after this which i i, I feel you need credit for um so sold out has consistently released an annual magazine to document and celebrate contemporary culture in ireland which is what you've basically yeah. said um, learning by doing issue three is our most comprehensive and realized attempt to date its culmination of countless hours that were poured into the work you see now work that has been done for no more than the love of it you know yeah. passion while yeah. you're doing this and um, the sacrifices the uncertainty and then the stress um, and i could read on the rest of it but i just want i just seen that part yeah. there it just caught me i had to say it. yeah so firstly then to get to this page right so yeah. i think we're on page number four here yeah. and i'm reading that and i've got what Three ads, yeah. Three different promotions. So let's kind of just give you credit because you definitely deserve it, and credit to the whole team here. This magazine is is giving me information. It's a great way for me to learn new things and and get kind of um an insight into different artists and different yeah. platforms. But it's also an amazing space, hard copy, yeah. You know, physical object yeah. that I can exactly see advertisement. The way I'd put that is like, uh, I like like we're we're aiming to invest in the stories. Do you know what I mean? So we're trying Absolutely. to elevate the story. So it's not just what we're doing here. Like th the fact that we have a print magazine, I think goes to show the dedication. To, so when you come on the podcast, it's like we really are trying to invest in you and and, and give you the best opportunity mm -hmm. to, to put it out. Because um, I suppose one of the biggest influences as well was like Adam 22 and like No Jumper mm -hmm. over in the mm -hmm. States. And he had like the first like Lil Yachty interview, first 
like Ray Shremmert interview mm-hmm. and all of these people that went on to be like huge and so captured. It, he's grabbed them before they went and, and reached their pinnacle. Yeah. And like it's it's so crazy because when you think of people that were back in the day listening to Post Malone on SoundCloud mm. and now like he's selling out shows yeah. and gigs and he's exactly. the world. So it's it's actually, you have to have, it's a talent, it's a skill in itself to find potential and yeah. find like, look, this guy has got something. Yeah. Like I, I've, I told you before the podcast that I've spoke with a, a group of two individuals, two girls, um, their band Zestra. Yeah. And I, I just listened to their song and I messaged them and they mightn't even have a quarter of the following that they deserve yeah. or anything, but they're going places and yeah. I can see it. So what I'm trying to say is I noticed that they've got something there and I'm kind of grabbing them before they're too hard to get. And you guys are doing the exact same. And I want to ask a question as well, because when I read through the interviews here, like, your questions are really good. Yeah. How much time is involved in having to break down the six or seven perfect yeah. questions for a guest? What? Yeah. Where do you, where do you pull that from? It's funny. I suppose in the mic, so I can't take too much credit. I only did the Nilo interview. Um, okay. But yeah, even still, obviously, like because um, it translates to the podcast and and even that written interview and like for the blog, we've done some stuff as well. Like, I. I don't know. It, it's something that I'm always changing. It goes everything's always changing a bit with, with this stuff. It's a learning experience. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I used to do it very, kind of still do to a certain extent. Just kind of very, um, I don't know to call it like off the bat something. To, yeah, but more kind of like um, you know the way they have that term like method acting. Mm-hmm. So I'd kind of just try and listen to say if I know Nilo's coming on, I'll just listen to to Nilo while we can like really look at his Twitter, I love really that, look I love at that his Instagram and everything like that and just kind of really invest in the vibe and the person so when they come on you can kind of have that conversation so the very first time like Nilo's first interview on the podcast still one of my favorites because it was him and the Arabu who kind of um first introduced Nilo to hip-hop and we ended up talking like not even about the music but at, at some stages like just the education system in ireland and just having this real cause it turns out me and him went to the same school so we no were, way. yeah yeah so and it's like me and finch like me and finch yeah. got the 150 bus together for yeah 12 years and you know. didn't even know it yeah so when you like, can kind you of know. build that rapport and then just have a general conversation and and you get much more the the personality which i was trying to i, I was trying to showcase in in the interviews mostly um, but every interview is kind of different like we were talking about um, like we have one in, in the vault with subset and that's more of a you want to tease stuff out or you want to get to the root of things so it can kind of depend on, on who you're interviewing but I'd say it mainly kind of just goes into that like engrossment of, of what they do and like why we're interested in interviewing them in the first place and, and kind of telling that narrative I love what you said though like because when I have somebody coming on like yourselves or anybody that's you know either they're they're in any field or any niche I always like just study them yeah. for like a week. Yeah. Usually like a week, yeah. And, and it's usually not like sitting mm-hmm. down and like, you know, necessarily writing the question down, mm-hmm. but it's like you'll have it there because you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, And it's really just kind of finding like, you, you've got to read, it's a skill in itself to, to really be able to read people's judge of character and, and nearly be able to kind it, of like, understand them. Yeah. Because you can't, if you just sit down with them and ask questions, you think you'd like to know about them. Like if I was to ask you questions yeah. here today that I just thought yeah. were relevant, the the end user or the person sitting behind the the screen or listening, they mightn't really yeah you know want to know that information. Exactly, but yeah. if you kind of ask it from a position where like, what would everybody like to know here? Exactly, yeah. That's you, it. You get yeah. so much more out of the out of the guests. Like that's it exactly. But um, yeah. Look, just before I finish off, then you know, like, I'm gonna just 
make sold out magazine more I suppose more um accessible for people that mm. don't really realise like right, hang on a second, right? You've spoke about the magazine, you've spoke yeah. about what's involved in it, how it gets to the final product, but where can I get it from? How can I yeah. tune it? Like if I wanted to just walk out of here right now today yeah. and pick up a copy of this, where would I yeah. go? Um so you can go to the library project in Temple Bar. Mm-hmm. Um they have loads of amazing independent publications. Um and I'm hoping It'll be somewhere else soon, so keep an eye on the Instagram. I don't want to say because that's it the go-to place at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to say until it's set in stone, yeah. and and it will probably happen. But exactly, the best way of putting that out then is if this project that you're working on goes ahead, you'd be sure to find out on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you'd be sure to find out on the social media platforms, yeah. which I'll link below. But um, look, it's been an amazing chat, and it's really let me kind of see and and get an insight into like you know how I hold this in my hand and how all this information then um, gets across to me. Yeah. There's a lot of work involved. It's yeah, not no, just uh, let's sit down on an evening and, and put this together. This is months and months yeah. worth, of, worth of work. Years and years worth of work, yeah, if I yeah. actually say, because you know, you're know you on your third issue and you're on your third year of college. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, and exactly. uh, look, there'd be much more to come. And I just want to thank you so much because yeah, um, no, you too, man. I'd like to work with you guys in the future. You're an amazing yeah. group of people. You're, you're three people I've met today are three yeah. creators, but yeah. all on the same plan yeah. and the same mission there. So, Thank yeah, you so yeah much, no, I appreciate it. I think the rest that of the goes back to as well, like as, as you were saying, I think earlier on about when you go to a support head act, like you know, you might know one person on a bill. Did you understand what I was trying to say there? Yeah, yeah it was a weird. I was no, 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 to, yeah. because it's so true, and it's basically where, and I just want to kind of like just as, as a last thing is like the that line. I think is one of the most important in in that blurb you read out as well. It's like learning by doing. Mm-hmm. Like we're not professional by any means, or mm-hmm. you know, we're just kind of. We're just you guys. You're well. students you know in I mean? this field. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're there at all the gigs. I'll be at Finch later. Do you know what I mean? And that's how I've met everyone that went on to be in the mag, all the photographers, everybody. Like, there's an amazing community there. And if you're anyway creatively minded, I'm sure your listeners are. Like, yeah, just immerse yourself in whatever scene it is. But um, look. So your listeners owe you a birthday pint. <laughs> a <little> Patreon sub. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, look. This has been a great chat. I don't think this will be the last time we meet. And I, I think um, your your events that you do, definitely the promos, um, the one in the Ink Factory the last time, I wasn't even here, so I couldn't I couldn't attend. But it didn't matter because yeah. we still made this happen, you know. And I mean, for people that are tuning in and they're like, you know, oh, I've heard of them or, you know, I know of them, um, the same way they will with District and the same way yeah. they will with all these other um, different magazines. But, you know, it's really important to know that you just got to go into you know the library project and yeah. get get the copy or just yeah. follow and just keep up to date with yeah. the updates and then most importantly like let's not forget the podcast yeah people exactly, might yeah. necessarily really want to read a magazine yeah. and they might want to just yeah. tune into the podcast that's another way that you sit and these type of interviews you do um i suppose just just um yeah. put on a different uh platform exactly, and, yeah uh, thanks to chris for letting us use yeah, the studio thanks to oren for keeping this good quality uh, coming citrus to, to on you Spotify. listeners and viewers. Um, <laughs> and then shout out to Sold Out, shout out to the podcast, shout out to um, Audio House. Yep. And uh, it's been great. Yeah, Thanks yeah, so you much. Too. Cheers. Appreciate it. Coffee. And a little bit of conversation.